0: Let's run. Let's run, baby. Okay, so uh, it's running commentary, and uh, you can hear the voice of Ed Gamble. Welcome. Hello, Rob. And you can't hear the voice of Paul Tonkinson. He was going to be here this morning, but he's ill. He's ill in bed. Oh, poor Paul. Yeah, absolutely. And I think he was really um, uh, gutted because he's trying to get his marathon training all geared up. But you've got to get ill. You've got to get ill, have Is he doing the London Marathon again? Well, we're doing the Manchester Marathon, which is three weeks ahead of the London Marathon. Oh, and boy. And yes... We're doing the London Marathon. Oh, you two. You two are crazy. Yeah, we're a little bit... You, we, you know, we're, we're a very bitten off more than we can choose stage. Are you recording them again? Um, we're going to uh, run as fast as we can in Manchester. Look at this brilliant glow. Um, uh, there and was then, a dog there, by the
1: way. I'm not just... <laughs>
0: hello. <laughs> I don't just say hello every <laughs> few minutes. That was a great duck though. It was like a snowy from Tintin but black, yeah, sprinting in <laughs> a little... Hi Viz, like a little builder dog. So, yeah, so, but welcome, because, uh, luckily you're here, otherwise
1: this would be a really dull week. Hey, look, th- that would, I think that would be having a breakdown if you were running around by yourself and recording it. <laughs> yeah, that's right. It's like a Richard Herring podcast. <laughs> that's the funny
0: thing about this. <laughs> <laughs> Comedians do do that from time to time, don't they? Someone started one the other day, the me talking to myself podcast. Yeah, I do. A- Comedy and therapy is to- a fine one.
1: To be honest, I think quite often... Talking to a comedian is like them talking to themselves anyway.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I told... told, We had some old family friends over yesterday and I sang... uh, There was some kind of reference to some performance-related... Thing and I said, oh, the comedians at the address at the weekend were talking about reviewers at the Edinburgh Festival. My old friend said, Oh, comedians talking about the Edinburgh Festival themselves. <laughs> it's unusual. <laughs> <laughs> I have to say, it really undermined my story at an early stage. <laughs> so, well, it's nice to finally at least two of us are out because we tried to do this before Christmas and you weren't well. I was ill. Yeah, you're all better now, right? I'm all better, I'm fighting fit. And we also, we were going to do a. We, basically, we, we did take a few months off trying to sort it out, but we were going to do this around last year's marathon. Yeah. And uh, are, you, you're, are you doing London?
1: No, sir. Have you got anything lined up like that? <sighs> no. I sort of. I've done the London Marathon twice. Yeah. With a year break in between. So I might do it the year after. Yeah. But I don't know. Sort of did it twice and then felt, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. I've done that now. Well, nice to do it once and then do it again using your experience. I mean, how did it play out? Tell me about your. Tell me about the first one first. How did you get into it? So I sort of got into it.
1: Well, I I was running for a little bit, but I think we have similar running backstories uh-huh. in that we both used to be little fat boys. Yeah. And then, well, I think you end up being a little bit overweight because you're sort of addicted to food yeah you've got an addictive personality and that actually clicks quite well into running I think yeah right you can really get yourself into it yeah 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 um so I got into it and I was living in a nice area of London where I could run by the Thames for as long as I wanted very nice so yeah I mean just like pushing it and pushing it and you sort of surprise yourself on how far you can run and that's like the ultimate isn't it
0: yeah well that's the other side of it isn't it when you come from being from kind of thinking of yourself as basically a repository for cake yeah that um, that when you find that your body can actually do this yeah kind of never tire of being amazed really yeah so that's
1: i thought you know i'll, I'll do it once but then you think well i could just, I could just do it again couldn't i yeah, <laughs> that's right why not and, you, d- pre- and you fundraised fundraise for jdrf the juvenile diabetes research fund good um who are a wonderful charity uh, because I myself am type 1 diabetic. Yep. Uh, so, you know, I get the money eventually. <laughs>
0: yeah. So, why so not? So, it's not like in the slightest bit altruistic. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I went for the EGDF, which is the Gamble uh, Diabetes <laughs> Fund. Um, and uh, and does being diabetic tie in with the running and stuff? Do you have to be careful with the. Yeah, I mean, it's sort of an added,
1: then... an added pain in the arse, I would describe it as.
0: <laughs> yeah. But once
1: once your body gets used to it, it's sort of okay. But it just means you know, eating right beforehand, yeah. making sure you're across your blood sugar levels yeah. throughout the marathon. So checking them regularly, and uh, probably hammering down a lot more Lucasaid Sport. Yeah. <laughs> and like gel sweets. well I mean
0: not that I know but it feels like it might be the silver lining is that you're basically forced to take care of yourself in yeah. a way that everyone ought to be doing anyway
1: exactly yeah I'm a lot more sort of the, uh, the reaction my body has to unhealthier things is quicker and more evident. Yeah, yeah. So I'm sort of more in touch with my body, I think, yeah. so to speak.
0: Yeah, well, like, so to speak or so to sing, because that sounds like a pop record to me. Yeah. Touching my body. <laughs> Yeah. Although, generally, those aren't about diabetes. They're like wanking and stuff, right? <laughs> oh, you went all the way there. Um, by the way, we are running uh, along an old, I don't know, maybe it's an old railway, but it's a fantastic, slightly raised, um cycleway away ride away thing on Walton sow Marshes on a fantastic january morning see this is this is lovely
1: because you know i I'm sort of an East End boy now. Yeah. After having... I don't know, you can tell I used to live in South West London. <laughs>
0: I was going to say, I, don't, I think you're a couple of steps away from being an East End boy still.
1: <laughs> so uh, I've migrated here. Yeah, and you live
0: near here, don't you? Since I, I run the scur- here quite often. the Scourge, often, the scourge often. of Gentrification. Yeah, that's you. Yes, hello. I um, run for the S of G. <laughs> that's the Scourge of Gentrification, where we raise money for mortgages in Walthamstone surrounds. <laughs> but I'd not found a... Good route, I've not really investigated, so I've not really run outside for a few months. And this is great, this is uh, there's a riding centre on our left, but on the right, particularly when it's dry, there's all different paths zigzagging across the marshes. And then there's an excellent track along this side of the uh, river, no oh, the amazing. canal, and then there's one along the other side as well. And once you get past the Lee Bridge Road, you get Hackney marshes and millfields. So oh, amazing. Um, I'm showing you wonders. I've got no excuse now. No, exactly. And it's starting to... Well, it's very cold now, but, you know, spring's coming. Although, you're not um, doing a marathon, but that's the other thing is I want to... It's good timing because a lot of people are. Yeah. And various marathons. The season's just kicking in. And uh, so you're the first one. Because it's nice also, I think, again, similar path, you kind of think, well, now I'm running, I can do something useful with it. Yeah. But it's a different kind of running, isn't it, going training to uh, just getting out there?
1: Yeah, it is. I mean, I decided... The Royal Parks half first. Yeah. Which was great and felt-Cause that's
0: the East End boys one. Yeah.
1: yeah.
0: You know, the boys. Royal Parks! <laughs>
1: <laughs> I did that first and then thought, you know, why not? Why not double it? Yep. Uh, and I enjoyed the first time I did the Marathon. But was very focused on kind of focused on the time and also the last two miles. Uh, had the worst cramp I've ever had in my life. That was the really hot match. It was really sunny. That no, it, I think it was the year before. Uh, okay. I missed the hot one. That's good. Which I was very happy about. Where was your cramp? Um, all up, all up my legs. Ah uh, oh dear. All the way up my legs, and it was horrendous. So it sort of spoilt the end for me. Yeah, and it was right at the end, just as you yeah. just came in. I was very happy with the time, and then what the, was the time? Three uh, thirty-nine. Good. Oh yeah. But then the, s- the second one, I uh, sort of well, I, I had less time in training because I was on tour, so it was more difficult to train. But I enjoyed it more because I was so desperate to not get cramp. I sort of took it slower and was kinder to myself. Yeah. And did it in 3.54, so I still got under 4. Yes. But just loved it.
0: Yeah, basically more um, uh, the marathon your body wanted to do.
1: Yeah, exactly. Um, my body was still screaming at me, of course. But
0: yeah. Uh, yeah, it was brilliant. And faster than us, I mean, we were podcasting. I think that was tough for uh, tough for Speedy Paul. Well, you—I mean, you weren't that far behind me. I seem to remember. No, we, we 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 forced it in under four, despite the fact that we were basically cruising and chatting. Yeah. But then his—that's the first time he'd ever really done it, not doing it as fast as he possibly could. Yeah. And the time before he did it under three, so so it must have been frustrating. Yeah. But I think it, that once we did it and uh, recognised what it was and how much fun it was, to do yeah. it in a completely different way it was it was brilliant, but. You've got to get used to the idea, you know. It is, I think it's part of good running is to factor in that thing of, you go as fast as you can, but also, like, even at a sort of higher level, you've got an internal running Yoda says, yeah, but I can run slower than that, and it'll yeah. still be good running. Yeah. You know, cause it's a little bit kind of, I don't know, it's a little bit kind of a Instagrammy or sort of real life to think, I can just do it faster and faster.
1: Yeah, and also, you're just not taking anything
0: in. Yeah. It's not a memory then, is it? No. That's right, particularly if, as you say, it leads directly to pain. Yeah. Which is, apart from being a horrible thing, it does, it's claustrophobic. Yeah. It stops you. So this time,
1: you know, I sort of made the mistake of having my headphones in for too much of it, I think. Yeah. Uh, but this time, I sort of, 23 miles in, they ran out of battery, which was actually quite helpful. <laughs>
0: yeah.
1: And then I took my headphones out. I was like, oh, it's
0: much better. Yeah, yeah, here's everyone.
1: <laughs> <The next laughs> oh, time I was I'm trying to try...
0: strike a balance there. And one of uh, did have the one where my headphones broke. Yeah. And I threw them into the sidelines. I heard someone go, oh! Sorry, <laughs> <everything>. <laughs> Sorry about that. I was trying to throw it over everyone. I don't think I understood <laughs> how thick those crowds are. So if you were... Uh, what's your... Uh, um, your big tip, you know, for uh, for someone training for their first London Marathon right now. Well, I think make sure you stick to your plan.
1: Yeah. And it is hard, but to your best of your ability, stick to your plan because you'll just feel better about it then. Yeah. Then you won't worry about it. That's what I'm like anyway. If I get given a schedule yeah. and I stick to it, then I feel like I've done the right thing.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. But also don't beat the crap out of yourself if you miss something. It's got to be a little bit elastic, isn't it? It's yeah. like, I think that I'm going to, I've been running loads of miles every week, but I've got a little bit of a, I've got quite a bad injury, my leg's hurting a lot right now. Oh,
1: good. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad so. this, the, the podcast that I'm on is the one that's going to screw you
0: over. <laughs> yeah, that's right. How are you, uh, are you fit enough to give piggybacks at the moment? Um, I'm pretty <laughs> strong, man. I've been working on my strength. <laughs> That's going to work well. You are <laughs> saying that you've been training, but not not outside. You've been in the gym. I've Been in the gym. Yeah. I've never
1: things. I've been I've been like larger, and then I've been skinnier and like had good cardio for the last sort of five years. But I've never had strength or any muscles. So I thought, why not try and get strong? Right. Why not try and get strong for at least a year before I'm 40? That's very good. So what's your what do you do then? Is it weights? A lot of weights. Yeah. A lot of ways. Also, I'm uh, getting married at the end of April. Right, and you're getting married
0: in, as I understand it, in a really snug pair of speedos.
1: Exactly, and I You know, I've already bought my marriage body oil. <laughs> so, <laughs> 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 and
0: do you, Ed Gamble, you smell delicious, by the way. <laughs> I'm picturing you leaning on a motorbike. <laughs> <laughs> who is that rap star who just put out a picture of himself leaning, oiled up on the motorbike? Was it Kanye? Was it Kanye? At the moment, that's so so good. To do. You really should do that. Yeah. Thing, and what have you got planned? Have you got? Is it all planned? Is it all set? How it's long did you say it was? April. Nice. Yes, yeah. Yeah. It's, it's pretty much all planned. I've got to get my suit sorted out. Yeah.
1: But I've warned the tailor that I'll probably have muscles by the time we. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Just leave a bit of space around yeah. the pecs. <laughs> So now I've been doing a lot on the, I've, never, I've always hated the treadmill, but then I kind of got obsessed with running 5k and 10k as fast as I could Yeah, right. on the treadmill, which I sort of regret now because now we're doing this, I remember how much I love
0: running outside. Do you ever do parkour? Huh? I've never done a park run. We always go on about parkrun, park run. But on the other hand, this is the scene of my kind of home park run. At the marshes uh, well, go left. Oh, so there's one up here. Yeah. This is actually kind of the apex of it. You start... See that brown building down there? Yeah. You start there, run to here, and over there, and then back again. And then there's a little additional bit to make it long enough. How many people do it? Oh, hundreds. Maybe between... 300 and 600 people, depending wow. on what it is. Now, I've heard rumours that everyone bumps into each other and it's like quite aggressive at the front. Um, no, I don't think so. That hasn't been my experience and I do tend to... Because you're the one smashing into people, right? Yeah, because I'm that guy. <laughs> no, I think people are... You know, it's true that it's up at the... Uh, there's always going to be a risk of that because everyone's jockeying for position and running as so fast as they can. Yeah. But I think compared to like, old school running and every man for himself cross country... It's a bit more... Well, one, there's always a kind of stated intent that no matter how fast people are doing it, kind of against themselves, and even pacing off against each other for a position, ultimately, it's not a race. It's a run. Sure. And the people who are racing in it are just running as fast as they can in it, you know what I mean? And even though that's a bit of a grey area, I do think it affects the the socials of the thing. And uh, so right at the beginning... In the shakedown, everyone kind of jockeys into position, but there's no malice in it. And it's not physical. I don't think I've ever physically bumped into anyone else. Oh, that's good. Maybe I'll come and do it then. And then when you come back, because it turns back on itself, and there's loads of people. I mean, people from all walks of life and all abilities, people walking and stuff. Yeah. People with kids. So when you come back, you're going in the opposite way to them. And you do, and that's when you really bump. You know, you go, you go straight in, <laughs>
1: Take out a few get kids. your shoulders
0: down. I always wear American football gear. <laughs> the the key thing here, which the listeners have heard a lot about, is uh, there is uh, there's a few people who do it with running push chairs. Yeah, but wow. At least one of them is incredibly fast. And you know, will we'll, you know? I could be running my fastest park, and then there's basically a toddler who comes floating past. Ahead of a guy who's beating me by three minutes easy whilst pushing They're just the kids sky. with,
1: like, their faces pulled back by geniuses. <laughs>
0: that's right. Looking like Roger Moore in Moonraker. Yeah. <laughs> just rippling back. So, but you should... And it, the other thing about this one is it's all flat, so... Yeah. I say, yeah, uh, there's one to do instead of a treadmill. You know, and it's quite neat house. All's I'm saying. Yeah, no, I think that's probably a good idea. Yeah.
1: What, what sort of time do you get for 5k? Well, the... Because I, I am a steady runner. Yeah. Well, I what time do you do at the gym for okay. 5k? Um, oh, I've been, I think it's wrong. I've been doing 10k. Don't miss. Ooh,
0: i remember that. Uh, oh, I can't remember now. So you do 10k on the treadmill at the gym as fast as you can? Well... Well, I mean, at a good pace. Yeah,
1: so I do 10k in 49 minutes on the treadmill. Yeah, yeah, that's
0: good. So, so probably p- probably like 23 minutes, 5K. That's what I was thinking. You know, you want to happily come in under 25 yeah. minutes, which is, you know, that's, that's a proper running park run. Proper running. I was trying to say it in a reasonable <laughs> democratic way, unlike the, all the non. Um, but it is, you know. Yeah, there's plenty of people striving to hit that, and you know, people. Are, there's people at the park on run running everything between fifteen and fifty-five minutes. Yeah, you know what I mean. So but I, I down there trying to wings. Oh yeah,
1: nice. I never know how a treadmill translates to real life yeah yeah you know, well know Paul's the... here he's like oh yes he's not running at all he's just jumping up and down which I think is slightly because yeah. the thing about the treadmill <laughs> is I probably run at all right times because I can't stop <laughs> <laughs> yeah. whereas here I'm in control of the
0: ground yeah that's true but the nice thing about a park run is the fact that everyone's running has a very similar effect yeah I know you can actually stop but it feels like quite a bold decision yeah and then you really would get bumped into yeah <laughs> stop for a lie down I was here in the summer on the hottest day and there was people here on both sides of the river in swimming costumes and stuff oh and, wow uh, I was thinking how did they get to the other side now and I was like oh, they swam they literally swam across <laughs> that's not look like a it doesn't look like it swimming it. hole though no it did at the time it was kind of wonderful look at it now you think really it does look a little bit sewagey doesn't it yeah but at that time, yeah, it looked like, a, from an old film, looked like a European art house film. Can you think of a European art house film when they swim in the river? Nah. <laughs> I only
1: like the, the new Jumanji films, that's the only films I've seen.
0: Yeah, they go to the river. Yeah. Do you think if we go in there, we'll swap personalities? Oh, plot spoiler. <laughs> Cheap element of the plot
1: spoiler. Such a uh, lovely elevation to the plot, I thought. Oh, Good.
0: Lovely, twi- lovely twists. <laughs> They're mixing it up. Yeah. Those are great films. Really good. I thought the second one was a bit sequelly, but in a good way. They kind of did all their good ideas. Yeah. Which made it slightly unfocused. Oh,
1: and, I, I mean, it's just, you know.
0: But they were good ideas. You
1: don't go to it for a sort of perfect trim down plot, do you? <laughs> no. just
0: want a bit of fun. Yeah, yeah. And so, but the other thing I we was saying about that those films is that they, uh, they rely on good comic acting to work.
1: Yeah, for sure.
0: Which makes a nice change. Even Kevin Hart, who, do you know, thought it was his own, was kind of pretty Kevin Hart in the first one, Yeah. Uh, is, does some lovely acting. He gets one. a chance to flex it. Yeah, yeah. And he does some lovely acting. Hey! 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 <laughs> hey, hey! Here we are, these ten boys. The <laughs> <Hooray>! <laughs> Running near the palaces. Two bob for fist foot. I don't know what you're talking about. Um, what was I saying about that, yeah, so you would, you know, you'd you, you basically be matching that. You should, I'm, I'm really badly selling this park, run, but you should do it. No, I think I would like, like meaning me to. I think that you should start out, and um, you'll be expecting to do 25, and like you say, you get under 23, and you do it more than once, then you start to, it becomes addictive again because yeah. you're running against yourself. And then when I'm touring around... They do park runs wherever I am. That's great. Yeah, or rather, I fail to get to park runs nine times sure, out of ten. You, you like wherever pay, I am.
1: You pay for them and stuff. And
0: then no, it's free. Yeah. Yeah. Free weekly times. That's the uh, park run credo. Oh, I see, I yeah. see. Yeah. God, I know nothing. Oh! <laughs> well, it's basically exciting. I can really lay out the border here. It was started and to the. So. But um, the other thing about Happy Masters is this bit through the woods. It's much further than you think because it waves and wobbles. So if you yeah. go straight through, it, it doesn't seem that far. But um, this is about a mile through the trees. here. Oh, nice. Yeah.
1: Oh, it's beautiful. Thanks so much for showing me this, Rob.
0: It's very much a pleasure. Thanks for coming out. So sorry that Paul's not here.
1: We're thinking of you, Paul.
0: Yeah. Compadre.
1: To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight That's plushcare.com slash weight loss.
0: Um so yeah, that's your running. And you said you were on tour. You, you're on touring now? Uh I've sort of
1: finished the UK tour of the last show. I'm doing some dates in Europe. Which which cities? Oh, uh, now you're asking. Uh <laughs> I'm doing Oslo. Nice.
0: Stavanger. Ooh, also nice. Yes. Uh, or Bergen. Bergen, good, yep, yeah, yep. Yeah. I've been to all these ones. Nice. It's all making sense to me. Copenhagen. Wonderful, wonderful. Yeah. <laughs> um,
1: Antwerp. Oh, gosh. Amsterdam. Yep. Uh, uh.
0: Ooh, Dublin. Do you want me to put them back in alphabetical
1: order? For yes please. please. <laughs> um,
0: Amsterdam, Antwerp, Dublin, Copenhagen. Uh, uh,
1: Athens. back. Bergen, I missed out
0: Bergen. <laughs> oh, are you really going to Athens? I am. Wow, god, nice.
1: See it's sort of, I'm only doing like 9 or 10 but, when I'm doing Belfast which I'm aware is. Should have been part of the UK tour, but just easy to double, the, double with Dublin, isn't it?
0: Yeah, of course. And probably, you know, socially, nice to just happily skip across that border. Yeah, although It'll be all right, won't it? You might have to skip it's across much. the border in the middle of the RSC. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how that's going to work.
1: But yeah, that, that'll time. be a mix of the last show. I don't, you're what not supposed you?
0: to call a mix. <laughs> okay. Um, <laughs> on the left here. When you do the park run, this is the finish is about there. Yeah. And you have to run down there and back quite a long way. Oh, okay, cool. To make up the numbers. And we're going to go right straight across. Lovely. And that might be a bit muddy. That's fine. That's all right. Switch of the terrain. Yeah, and I've, I've stopped. I've totally stopped. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to. I was just giving you a little that's bit right. of sense of the scene. Trying to get going. going. Yeah, there's uh, the uh, tennis centre there. It's got a cafe and... Uh, a toilet. a
1: toilet. That's it, yeah. You don't, don't no need to mention the cafe. I know what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah, that's right. That is a problem that took me about six to eight months running to solve. Because when I started running, I just... The reason I started running was, it was when I was trying to lose weight the first time. Yeah. And I, uh, I'd started going to the gym, but I was on one of those memberships where... You can only get in before five and right, can't do weekends. Right, yeah, kind of thing. Yeah, and I was toddling down to the gym and realised it wasn't during my times. <laughs> uh, so I thought, well, I'll just try going for a run. Yeah. And then immediately... The down. Dis- discovered why you should always (laughs) another luxury of running on the treadmill (laughs) you should always empty the cupboard before you go shopping I don't know what that means (laughs) (laughs)
0: it's okay it makes a nice change to drop the kids off at the pool which uh, has been a feature of because I find well let's let's dig right into this and that's a unfortunate phrase (laughs) I really need to uh, my digestion is such that even if I've been it's not enough yeah, probably gonna need to go again. Again, while well, trying to be sort of slightly
1: delicate. <laughs> it's not normal business. Right. It's not like a it's not like you would go for a, a normal toilet. No, no. It's a different breed.
0: Yeah, it's it's everybody saying, oh we're running, are we? Yeah. Okay, let's lose ballast.
1: I used to have a routine about doing it. <laughs> and what what I always thought it was was it was like your body's uh, your body's evolved to think if you're running, you're being chased <laughs> by a predator and it's to it's to make the predator slip up.
0: <laughs> I thought it was because of the fear. <laughs> oh, I'm so scared of oh, the imaginary predator. <laughs> um, yeah, and also, just to disgust the predator. The predator's going to come up behind you <laughs> and say, oh my gosh! Oh no. You, that's... What's wrong with you? You've let <laughs> yourself down. <laughs> You've let it all down. <laughs> so yeah, handy to know where those things are. Yeah, This is uh, the two sides of running in North London that we know from the podcast. That are one, me and Paul know where all the, uh, all the useful toilets you can stop at are. Yeah. And two, uh, listeners who know that the podcast is kind of roughly in real time. If they look very carefully at where the adverts fall. <laughs> you'll notice that they're often quite sudden, <laughs> and often just next to a certain uh, block on in the Highgate Woods, or
1: and then you sound a lot
0: sort of clear yeah. and lighter. When yeah, yeah. After go la la la. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, yeah. So, well done if you can get round without a drop off. You're uh, you're beating us basically.
1: I think I'll be fine. I sort of uh, I was on a higher fibre diet back then. Which is always a bad idea. Eating a bowl of all brown before a run is not.
0: Uh, What's your uh, diet now? What do you do? Do you you have to? Are you doing enough weights and stuff that you have to beef up to get in
1: there? Well, kind of. I mean, a low carb diet helps me as a type one diabetic anyway. Right. Because it means I inject less insulin. Of course, and carbs th- are essentially uh, sl- uh, unpredictable sugars. Yes, exactly. Yeah. So if I have carbs, I have to inject insulin. The yeah. more carbs I have, the more I have to inject and the more margin for error there is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I try and keep it low-carb at the moment. But, you know, we're coming out the back end of Christmas. Yeah, coming out the back end. Yeah. I thought we weren't going to talk about it. <laughs> so I think my, my diet's actually been pretty bad for the last year or so, so now I'm... On a bit of a mission. Yeah. So I'm very low carb at the moment, I'd say. Eggs we, in the morning.
0: Ultimately, we're looking at that um, uh, mankini on the wedding day that's really <laughs> yeah, good
1: exactly. I've got it hanging up <laughs> in the kitchen next to the fridge. So every time I go in there for a chocolate bar, I'm like, no, And do
0: you, mankini. Edward, may I briefly touch you? Do you, Edward, <laughs> look at that, <laughs> shining there.
1: Oh, the ring appears to have slipped off your finger. <laughs> <laughs> Let me get that for you. <laughs>
0: No, actually, you get it. Oh, he's rippling.
1: So, yeah, do you know, I'm trying to be healthy at the moment, but I'm off to America in... Oh, no, I've heard that all the food there is healthy and the portions yeah. are very small. So I'm basically trying to get rid of a bit of weight before then because there is absolutely no way I'm not boozing and I'm not eating unhealthy while I'm there.
0: Yeah, well, the nice thing about... They, they say, I haven't done much drinking with Americans. It's nice to get to North America and start drinking and just see the awe and amazement yeah. in the eyes of people who culturally think of getting hammered as being like having a yeah. one and a half
1: beers. Especially in LA where everyone just seems to go to bed at nine. Yeah. That's probably why they look so amazing. What are you doing out there? So, I do... A podcast with James Acas.
0: Oh yeah, when when you mentioned me, it yes. must be a huge and successful podcast, because when you mentioned me, everyone I've ever known got in touch. Oh really? I was considered a fan. No, I'd say mentioned, I wasn't on. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I just came up in conversation, <laughs> yeah. and that's easily the most um, highest profile gig I've had in, in the last three years. Well, so we, thanks much. No, no
1: worries, we'll mention, <laughs> we'll mention you loads. Uh, we are... Going to do a week in New York and a week in LA. Really, just trying to interview some American guests. Yeah, just to sort of And that's the off-menu podcast. Off-menu podcast, indeed. Yeah.
0: Which is good. You do the pitch.
1: Well, it's we interview a guest about their dream meal, essentially. Yeah. Oh, and uh, James is a genie waiter, <laughs> but you don't really need to know that. But <laughs> sort of gets dispensed with very quickly every episode. But it's a lot of fun. Yeah. And essentially, we're going to America for two weeks. I think if we couldn't book any guests, we'd also be fine with that.
0: Yeah, 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 of course. Oh, that's going to be excellent.
1: But yeah, the diet's all going go to all go to Potterman. Yeah, of course.
0: Well, it's like the training, isn't it? You've got to... Uh, we ran with this guy last week, Gavin Evans, who's a really fierce, fast runner. Yeah. And uh, so obviously, his training schedule, like, at a glance is really intense and kind of, you know, more mileage than you or I would ever do before a marathon and so on and so forth. But to hear him talk about it, he had a brilliantly relaxed attitude. You know, it's like, if it doesn't happen because I'm busy or because of family stuff or because I'm injured, it doesn't happen. Yeah. You know, it doesn't go, oh no, yeah. I fell off the wagon. And you have to, ultimately, your training's got to fit in with your real life, hasn't it? Yeah, of course. Even if your real life is specifically <laughs> rotating around, eating burgers, yeah. catching planes, and getting pissed up.
1: It's very, uh, it's rough on the older uh, mental health as well if you start subjecting yourself to
0: Yeah, yeah, rules. Yeah, so basically introducing the concept of failure. Yeah. There's no such when thing. When no one's
1: no one's not like your job. Yeah. Like no one's sort of telling you, you failed, it's just yourself. Yeah. But it' a real danger
0: no. with the intensity of this stuff. Because we all work towards a, a bar, you know, the the body shape you want or the marathon we're training for or a level of fitness and the bar is, uh, is fictional. Yeah. And yeah, you
1: completely self invented. Yeah. Yeah, I, th- I did it to myself this week. I've been trying to go to the gym every day yeah. and do something. Which is, you know, that's something that I've put on myself. When well, you say do something, you don't mean
0: <laughs> you chased by a predator. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, you can just, do that at home. You know, even if it's just go for a shower. <laughs> um, and and I didn't or just go. hang around in the dressing room with less clothes on than most people. <laughs> <laughs> just practicing on your confidence. Yep, that's me enjoying myself.
1: <laughs> I didn't go yesterday because I do a radio show at 8 till 11 on Sunday mornings. Yeah. And obviously when I got back from that, I was like, absolutely not. I was like, oh, you yeah. let yourself down. Then I remembered I'd been five times this week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's all right to so have a rest,
0: isn't it? Yeah, exactly. And that thing that, yeah, that let yourself down is the one to really watch. And I think what you said about the, that's the way to do a marathon as well. It's going to be really hard. Yeah. So for your own sake, you want to stick to your training schedule and stick to your plan. Yeah. But you've got to remember that you're doing that as a way of being good to yourself, not being hard at totally. yourself. And then if you fail, you, you'll at least know why you did. Yeah. And actually, I should use a, use a different word than fail. Yes. If that doesn't happen. Yeah. Then at least you'll know. You did what you could, and you work with what you've got. This is like a
1: podcast recording obstacle course now.
0: <laughs> yeah, this that's is right. <laughs> I hope that this person doesn't hack my leg off, but I can't be entirely sure. Morning. Morning. Oh, sawdust in the eye. Yeah. It's funny, because I always think it's so lovely that people uh, live in, in the, in the uh, canal boats. Yeah. But they do uh, when it's cold. It's just so oh. smoky along here.
1: uh, I've known a couple of people who've lived on canal boats and winter sounds like an absolute nightmare. Oh, yeah. My friend Matt used to have to basically sleep fully clothed with three
0: jumpers on. Yeah. Me and my family went camping in April in uh, these holidays once. And when we're chatting to friends, I say, Oh, you're brave." And we kept thinking, not brave, stupid, <laughs> didn't think it through, just saw school holidays and thought, oh, camping. <laughs> and everyone's like, no, because you think like London Marathon, that's like, if it's warm, it's like one of the first warm days of the year. Yeah. And uh, anyway, we're in this lovely campsite we've been to previously, sort of halcyon, late August, <laughs> adventures in the woods. And we went there and ate it was dark, yeah. tried to make a hot meal on a little table. This it, the whole thing went over oh god. towards soup into the tent. <laughs> so we just put all our clothes on poured ourselves into our sleeping bags. Three of the four of us just lay shivering, trying to close up gaps, waiting for morning. And then occasionally okay, hoping the others were asleep, we're checking in with each other. Yeah. And in the end we had to go and wake my daughter up in case she'd fall into hypothermic coma. Oh god. So even the one who was sleeping well and warm enough. Got a disturbed night's sleep.
1: I don't think I'll ever ever camp again. Not just after that story, but generally
0: anyway. (laughs) Well, you're at a point in life now where if you do go to a music festival, you can hire an Airstream. Yeah, or, which is my normal
1: way of doing things, just get a hotel. (laughs) (laughs) Just get a hotel near to the site. There's nothing better. That is not
0: nearly as sexy as getting an Airstream. Oh, I
1: know, but you look sexier the next day. There's no better feeling than leaving a festival, going back to a hotel room, and then coming back the next day all refreshed. I did that with Download Festival last year.
0: Ah, I haven't been to Download for a couple of years. That's your scene, isn't it? That's my
1: scene, but it was my first time at Download, So I've never been able to do the gig before. But I had it free, so I went and did the gigs on the Wednesday and Thursday, and then stayed for the whole weekend. Download is a
0: rock festival in the Midlands, and they do the comedy gig. Is sorry, metal. Thank you. And uh, yeah, the gig is like all good comedy gigs at music festivals, it's kind of for the people who uh, are there all week and people yeah. settling in. Like uh, some of the uh, Green Man gigs are like that, oh, I know you do them up front.
1: Exactly, yeah. <laughs> And those are the two nicest ones I can think of: Green yeah. Man and Download.
0: Yeah, I, they changed the promoter at Download, and before that, I was always uh, it was just a feature of my calendar every year. And to do what I do at all my gigs, which is dust off a bit of classic rock, yes, uh, in front of that audience. Yeah, I bet that went down the storm. Oh God, I'm Angus Young. <laughs> this is incredible. Really spectacular. And then, if you blend that with a few songs that they despise, yeah. in a fun way...
1: Yeah, they love Berlin, Oh, yeah. that's
0: great. Good times. So who was on? Who did you? Never mind your performance. What, did you get to see any of your favourite bands? Slipknot. Ah! Oh. Of course, these days they all wear suits, they've got their faces <laughs> <aren't they? laughs> One of my favourite
1: bands of all time. I'm actually seeing oh, them... Oh, that's that dog. Oh,
0: yeah.
1: I'm actually seeing them next week. I'm very excited about that. Uh, Tool. (laughs) Tool, one of my favourites as well. They were on the last ever UK performance of Slayer. What last? Uh, Slayer have wrapped it up? Slayer have wrapped it up. Oh, my goodness. They're done. Uh, So that was exciting. Yeah, loads. But I just got very very drunk. Corn were not on last year. They're on this year.
0: Are you going to see them? Yeah. I'm just testing my knowledge here. (laughs) There's a
1: big sort of... uh, Nineties alternative new metal contingent so
0: good pronunciation Eric, there I can hear the engine. No, thank you. No. I know my stuff. As you say that or that's also how you say now if you're posh cottage. No. Listen to some metal. <laughs> no. <New. laughs> see where we are, you see? We come up the canal and now this is oh, the slope marshes again. Oh yeah. And if we go left here. Bring us back. All these are good, but it's no good at this time of year because it's, it's, it's a marsh. Yeah. So, you know. But this is great. See, the problem is, like, just because I've been chatting to you, I've
1: not been concentrating on which way to go. <laughs> yeah. So I'll probably never be able to replicate this.
0: <laughs> oh, it's pretty straightforward. Well, that bit When we stopped and turned right, I kind of stopped and talked about it for ten minutes. So no. Help. Trust me, I have no sense of
1: direction. <laughs> so where I used to live, like, basically next to Putney Bridge could go down the Thames and then just turn around and come back again. Yeah, yeah. And that, there's no way you can mess that up.
0: Which is excellent because it's different both ways.
1: Yeah. It's all flat. So I could, you know, and when it got to long training runs, you just run for 11 miles, turn around,
0: run back again. Long training runs are particularly good for that because the point at which you turn back... You're only halfway through the run. Right? Yes. So you're not all broken. Yeah. Say so you gotta run you run thirteen and you've got to run sixteen. Yeah. When you go out, you don't get to thirteen and think, oh here we go. No. You get to seven and think, oh a bit further. Yeah. You get to eight. Oh, I turn back now. <laughs> and then that's only when you get to fourteen you're like, well I wanna die now, but <laughs> the easiest way home is to run this last two miles. Beware, cattle grid. <laughs> Do you think, training for a
1: marathon, do you think you could get away with it by just doing the long runs?
0: No, I think that um, I read something, uh, it was uh, Kate Carter's been on the show, uh, saying lots of people get into, it was like a New Year article about getting into running, training for a marathon from scratch. Yeah. And I think that she said something, you know, quite sort of, what's the word? It was information-based, but it was quite sort of chatty. But she made an excellent point, which I thought rang true, which is that it's great to get your long runs in. They're really important. Yeah. But your body wants to get used to doing loads of running so that if you had to miss out either long runs or doing lots of runs, you should do, miss out the long runs. Okay, just so to build, you're build kind of it up. stay you staying warmed up and staying wa- warmed up um, and staying Yeah, because warm
1: yeah, I think when I did the marathon first, I was probably running 30 miles a week anyway. Yeah. Which I guess is a bit, running a marathon from scratch. I can't imagine trying to train for a, a marathon when I didn't run, if you know. What yeah, I it's
0: a long way, it's a, yeah. it's a long mountain to climb. Yeah. Basically, if you're a regular runner, you're kind of at base camp, aren't you? Whereas yeah. if you're uh, starting from scratch. But on the other hand, it's a good time frame. Yeah. You know, the London Marathon with the four month lead in. Because you really could do that from, particularly as at the other end of that, you get to be, you have to be realistic about. What it's going to be like, you yeah. know, If you then say, "I'm going to be walk-running the marathon," it's going to take me six and a half hours. You've still got time to work out the shape of that, how it's yeah. going to work, you know. So it suits any any status of fitness. But like you say, it's good to have. I mean, the optimum is to be running regularly. And, you know, I would say that if you're running 20 miles a week or 22 miles a week, yeah. you want to nudge that to being. 25, 30 miles a week, and then as part of that, but also separately to that, a regular chance of long runs. Yeah. I mean, a lot of people run long every single weekend, but I don't. I run long every couple of weeks, I think. Yeah. Which maybe isn't quite enough. I mean, I can't come up against the last um, six miles of a marathon being very, very hard, but surely that's true for everyone.
1: Yeah, it must be, because if I- you're running it. At- if you're running for time as well. Yeah, exactly. You've got to be knackered by and that point. And you just point.
0: can't help but go faster on the day. You know, I could yeah. be at a fitness where I could go out and run 26 miles and feel okay. And then I go out and do a marathon and run the first 10 miles as if I'm at a park run. Yeah. Then, yeah, that last six miles is really going to cost me everything. The thing I had with my last marathon is when I slowed down, I slowed down a load. Yeah. I was just trying to not fade off quite so dramatically because I was feeling fine you know I was tired but you could see I was see still running nothing were... was hurting yeah. I was going to get there but my uh, I just lost the ability to run at any speed so it wasn't much different to if I'd been all miserable and started walking you know what I mean yeah which is also a good thing <laughs> again it wasn't there was no sense of failure there basically the one thing
1: I struggled with the last time I ran the London Marathon when you guys were recording it. Yeah. Was I'd not started from the quote-unquote celebrity bit before. Oh, yeah. And because you're basically the elites go yep and then it's you right yeah pretty much so that feels weird because it doesn't feel like a proper start yes because they literally just go alright off you go
0: yeah and you're not on the start line no you kind of mooch out yeah. of the tent with no one really telling you what's going on yeah I mean I turned around to Amelie Moresmo. <laughs> yeah she was I said <laughs> what's going on she's like I don't know
1: and That's then okay. you've got to watch... A, you've got to watch the really in shape celebrities go off like a fucking rocket. Yes. Like, it's just watch... Jensen Button factor. Now McAndrew disappear off into the horizon. Yeah, yeah. And then, from behind you, all the running clubs have started. Yeah, yeah. And they are... All so
0: faster than us.
1: You know, they're not pushing you out of the way, but they're not moving for you.
0: Yeah, yeah. No and they're completely. all... As far
1: as I could work out, having seen a lot of them stream past me the majority of running clubs seem to be sort of very in shape but big bald men in their early 40s with tribal tattoos on their legs.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, there's a lot of that. Yeah. <laughs> now it's a really tough start but the other thing about that is how non-specific it is. Yeah. Because it's like for me it's like a marathon stress stream. but there we are. Hey, hello. Um... Uh, I had a marathon stress gym last night. A gent was doing a marathon. And I was like, oh, I uh, don't seem to have a running number. <laughs> I'm sure they can work out who I am oh, is this the right way? I followed a bunch of people and they went down an escalator. <laughs> it was an up escalator. Like running, jumping, trying to beat the up escalator. Went down another staircase. Got a bit of speed up. Oh, this is good. This is working. I went round the corner and I fell over a kind of low wall into this big um, white sort of temporary wall. Yeah. And it was the back of the Marathon Expo. And you could hear all the music and announcements. And then I bulked into like, this huge Citizen Kane backdrop. And it and and everyone at the exit was going, Oh sorry. Oh man. Luckily that was snuck away and they didn't know it was me. What's great about that <laughs> is a lot of
1: times dreams might things might happen in dreams and they're about something else. That seems to have no subtext whatsoever. Yeah, there's a pretty pretty literal That's just a marathon stress dream.
0: <laughs> I think that I don't know whether it's to do with getting the underground or whatever, but whenever I was stressed humans, always always escalators in shopping centres. <laughs> I think I've got it at the back of my mind. I'm paranoid that uh, Marathon Root planner has got some terrible ideas. <laughs> I know. There's been a lot of talk recently about the Milton Keynes Marathon. Oh, really? And I think I've got it uh, in my head that that actually goes through the shopping mall, <laughs> 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 which I think is unwise. Yeah. I mean, particularly if it's raining, it's going to be slippery, isn't it?
1: Yeah. It's not a good idea. And then there's going to be so many temptations. Yeah. You want That's to-
0: right. I'm just going to pop into Dunkin' Donuts. Just go to a paper chase. A big bunch of kids. I think I've got time for a Wagamama. (laughs) (laughs) I did have one. uh, Things from real marathons that feel like stress dreams. That celebrity start is one. And uh, another one is when I was feeling really weak. I was about 17 miles and I missed my family. Not like, oh, I wish I could see them, as in ran straight past them. Oh, no. So then I stopped and phoned them up standing on the pavement in Docklands on the phone thinking, this is not a dream marathon. Yeah. This does not. That's not how that goes. So we're about, this we're about full circle now. Amazing. Yeah. What a lovely run. It's good, isn't it? Yeah. I mean, we had the condition for it.
1: You might change your
0: mind and do the marathon.
1: Mm, I can't see that happening because it is the... Uh, Day after my wedding. I was going to say, this sounds like <laughs> a fun
0: weekend. You just do that the next day. I
1: get absolutely hammered at my wedding, and <laughs> then.
0: Yeah, or no, no. Stay sober at your wedding and then go to bed at quarter past eight. Yeah. Sorry, anyway, darling. Night, no, guys. <laughs> <laughs> what are we having for the wedding meal? Pasta. That's a pasta. No complicated flavours. <laughs> Although last year, I was on tour.
1: I was in Cardiff the night before the marathon, Yeah. which was awful. You're just rushing through the show. And then getting in the car, uh, I had a tour manager, luckily. Were you driving? Someone else driving? Someone else driving, (laughs) so I just tried to get some sleep on the way back. Then there was traffic. You know, you end up only getting to bed at half one. Yeah. Not ideal. Not a good idea.
0: But having said that, the only good thing about that is it's always worth trying to rest up for it before it, because you get stressed out anyway. Yeah. You know, so... But funny enough, I have exactly the same thing for Manchester. I'm doing Cardiff the first weekend of April. And um, uh, it, I'm doing Manchester the night before. I mean, the day after. I don't know, we were going down the bridge and I forgot what the hell. We <laughs> Here we are. It's good, isn't it? That's really nice. Let's get me and you in Coppermill Mill Fields to yes. wrap this up. Let's look, look all nonchalant now. Oh, and then I can get the. This time of year, it's just condensation, there's Copperfields. Fields. Good. And we, let's go and listen to some corn with a K. And yeah. backwards R, please. <laughs> nice. Sorry, I should have had that. A bit like Murtuhead. 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 Ah, we were laughing yesterday. Just an internet thing, but my wife found a thing with uh, misused speech marks. Yeah. <laughs> Little Timmy's going <laughs> for a ride with Officer Wilkinson. <laughs> <laughs> It's really good. Anyway, um, thank you for this. Thank you for having me. It was really lovely. Uh, what's, the, what's the one go-to? You've got to tell, tell people how to do the marathon because you know because you've done it twice.
1: Well, I actually, I actually think what we were talking about with the training is good. That do it to the best of your ability, but if you can't do some of it, don't beat the crap out of yourself.
0: Yeah, and that's yeah. ultimately psychological training for yeah. the day. You want to be exactly like that. And it's really fun. It's
1: great. Just remember, if you're not a professional runner, you're not a professional runner. Just yeah. just enjoy it.
0: And London in particular is for that. You know, yeah. there's a bunch of professional runners Yeah, there. Good luck to them. But it's really for someone dressed as a, I don't know, I can't think of anything.
1: Uh, I was overtaken by a padlock
0: the first time I did it. <laughs> there <you go>. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there was a really good uh, Game of Thrones. Someone who was all like in a black cloak and a long black wig. That I got a photo of last time. It's really good. It's not as good as a padlock there. I did get cross again. I think listeners probably might remember this, but I, I got the reason. The first time I got under three and a half hours. Yeah. Is because I was overtaken by a spaceman with <laughs> <laughs> about 300 meters to go, and I was like, I'm not having that. Neil Armstrong going out. He it.
1: doesn't even know gravity to fight against. <laughs> That's right. He was just in those. <laughs> Long jumps, <laughs> <Flinging> boys. <along>. <laughs> <laughs> Damn you!
0: Um Thank you for this. Thank you, Rob. And uh, and uh, happy running. Ha- hey, have a lovely wedding. Thank you very much. And have a lovely marathon. Thanks.
1: Think of me. I will. Extremely hungover.
0: <laughs> Not doing it.